This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and UpSnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself, change the world. Hello, welcome to Real Answers. This is Dr. Kate Siner, and today we are going to be talking about uh, truly, deeply respecting all that you are. Um, so honoring the true and beautiful you as you move forward in your life. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I know I experienced in the course of my life was um, having who I am and the way that I am, uh, you know, being in the world, uh, um, uh, criticized or, um, continually put down, uh, being told that it's less than, than valid. Uh, and, um, this became something that, um, you know, I didn't really realize until later in life that, um, the effects that it had, like I knew that I was upset about it or I knew that I didn't feel good about myself, but I didn't really understand um, the the origins of that. I didn't understand why um, I was feeling the way that I was, um, but I was being taught on a regular basis to um, to not really respect and who I am and the way that I'm in the world. And I think that this happens, uh, you know, to a lot of people. It winds up being a, um, uh, a very true, um, in a lot of, for a lot of women that I speak to, um, especially women that tend to be, um, more nonlinear thinkers. They tend to be, uh, a little bit more, um, uh, kind of intuitive in their way of being in the world. And, um, and, and then they're asked to rationalize or, uh, you know, justify themselves, um, by different standards. And when, when they can't, then this becomes a reason that what they're saying is flawed or wrong or what have you. And, um, it takes its toll over time and, uh, it, it winds up being that we, you know, start to doubt the very things that are at the strength, the core, the essence of who we are. And when we start to doubt that those things are right and good in and of themselves. And um, when when that happens, um, it really limits our ability to be in the world. It limits our ability to have um, a very positive impact in everything that we're doing. Um, because of this, it becomes really important that we start to see this dynamic as it might exist in our life and then to be able to uh, um, kind of do something about it, ability to um, uh, counteract it, the ability to learn what it truly means to be respectful 
of ourselves and uh and and what like you know i mean it, it, it just as it, it we learn how to be respectful of another person and their perspective inside of a relationship um, we learn how to do that with ourselves and our ability to do with ourselves is reflected in our relationships. And, and when we do it in relationship, it's reflected in our own lives. Um, so, you know, r- respect is, is where we are, are caring for. It's like really seeing, you know, who it is that we are and caring for our, um, you know, ourselves in each and every moment. So what shows this respect, right? Um, and I've often, I've said that, it's like I often talk about this kind of uh, self, self-respect. self It's like we can talk about like self-love and we can talk about self-acceptance. And in the reason that I've chosen to use the word respect is because I believe it brings our attention into a different area. So it brings our attention into a different, uh, a different focus than when we talk about love, um, when we talk about acceptance. It's, there's something a little bit more dynamic about it. In a way, there's something, um, a little bit more structured about it. Um, so it has a different feeling to it. Um, and while it's part of that same package, it, like I said, it can help us focus in a different way. So it is a deep acknowledgement and honoring of the totality of, of who we are. Um, and it is really this res- deep abiding respect for what it is that we are and what we bring into the world that helps keep us on the path, right? It keeps us doing things that are in alignment with our deeper nature. Right? They both, it both supports our deeper nature and keeps us in alignment with our deeper nature. And, and one of the most insidious ways that this shows up for people in their life, especially people who are so committed to their personal and spiritual development, is that, um, what, what happens is that, um, we approach personal development or spiritual growth through this mindset of that something needs to be fixed. Right? So, so we go into it thinking there's something about me that needs to be fixed. Right? That in itself is, shows the, um, uh, shows the, the kind of the lack of respect and how it gets in there. Uh, it gets in there by saying, oh wait, there's something fundamentally wrong with me. And usually the parts that are wrong with us are actually things that are not us. They're things that need to be removed or, or, you know, better connected with who we truly are. But, um, but we'll go into the work with a mindset that we need to fix something that is, is wrong with who we are. So it is this respect for ourselves, this really deep respect that allows us to stay within the transformational process, that allows us to really be able to grow and change, to really be able to unfold all of who we are and connect with our deeper uh, nature. 
So our ability to truly respect ourselves aids us in the transformational process. And it is knowing that there is something so intrinsically right about who we are that uh, will uh, that will actually set us free. Right, so I'll say that one more time. It's knowing that there's something so intrinsically right about who we are that allows us to reach totally new levels of transformation. And I get that, you know, very often we're motivated by, you know, sort of pain or, or being unhappy with, with an outcome in our life, that that's what gets us going on the journey um, of, of personal development work. And whatever gets us there is perfect. And, um, it, it is, uh, this respect that will help you really unlock what it is that, um, you know, you're, you're trying to unlock. And, you know, the, the respect is not just for you know, who you are at a deeper level. It's also for the process that you're inside of. So respect for the process that you're inside of, it allows you to have the, um, the, the time that you need to really be able to do the work that you need to do. Right. So it's, um, it's respect for, it's like, if you look at it, like, how can you find a way of approaching each moment of transformation uh, with a deep respect for everything that shows up? Um, let me show you what it might look like if you don't do that. A lot of times someone will say, oh, I can't believe that I'm doing that again. Or look at me, I haven't changed this particular aspect of myself. Um, and that should, it's like, that should be gone by now. I should be done with that or whatever, all those shoulds. That is showing a lack of respect for the components that have shown up. And if instead you move into a place of saying everything that is here right now is helpful for my process, it's exactly how it should, it should be in this moment. And it can change also in the future. Then you wind up not only moving away from your problem, but you wind up truly transforming your problem. Because we don't get total transformation from a place where um, we don't get total transformation from a place where we have resistance. So, right? So by, by, by respecting versus resisting, we actually wind up creating transformation. Um, so it is, it's like, it's that ability to respect what we're inside of in order to facilitate really deep and profound change um, that I, I want to discuss with you today.
It's a, it's a, it's a, a powerful shift in the way that we're looking at our, our self and our process. So my first thing would be to say, if you have a part of yourself or some behaviors or whatever that you don't really like, um, my, my statement to you would be, what would it be like if you work to find some respect for those parts of yourself? I'm going to talk a little bit more about that um, when we come back from this commercial break. So I'll be back in just a couple of minutes after this commercial break. educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesigner.com. This is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and we have been talking about self-respect. Uh, right before the break, I was talking about the parts of ourselves that we really don't like and how we might use uh, respect as a way of unlocking uh, our, our, our resistance or unlocking our, our own transformation. So, um, inevitably, uh, as you grow in your self-awareness, you encounter parts of yourself that are less than awesome. And, uh, you know, no matter who you are, uh, there are things that you do that you know, bother other people, bother you, create challenges for you, hold you back, you know, it, you name it. So, there are, um, uh, uh, these aspects of ourselves that we wind up, you know, feeling, um, restricted by. And the, when we feel restricted, it's, it's just like when we, we see, we, we encounter another person who believes something that we really absolutely don't believe. You know, they have different spiritual beliefs or they have different political beliefs or something like that. Those things that are, are hot topics for people. Um, a lot of people, when they encounter someone who has a different belief, and even if you think you're a very tolerant person, you might have a hard time with intolerant people. And so as you encounter these um, kind of limitations um, in, 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 um, well, as you encounter your own limitations, but as you encounter this type of person, it's very easy to move into a mode of I'm not like that or that isn't a good way to be. People shouldn't be like that. 
or even just a sense of moral superiority. None of those come with respect. Um, they are all a way of pushing away the other person. We might say things like, I don't like to be around people like that. You know, those people, you know, bring me down or whatever. So, um, and, and the desire is to put, it's like to fight, to get away from, and somehow to create separation, um, between yourself and that other person. And I, I say this because that's on the outside and on the inside, we have that relationship with parts of ourselves. Uh, and, um, what happens is we have this, um, this sense that, oh, if only I didn't have that, or if only I could get rid of that, or why do I have to be the person who, and all of that. Um, the, that attitude, once again, is one that does not have a lot of respect in it. And so, um, it winds up, uh, stopping us. Actually, we think like, oh, if I could just get rid of that, then I would be fine. But the truth of the matter is that if we learn how to have a different relationship, a respectful relationship with that part of ourselves, we might be able to see what the benefits are of it. There's some beautiful, really beautiful work out there um, called shadow work. And in shadow work, what you do is you wind up, you know, looking at those parts of yourself that you've disowned. And creating a constructive rather than destructive relationship with them. So whether that's integration or whether that's about noticing the positive qualities or whatever. And, and this creates a huge amount of transformation for people. Uh, it, when we have a part of ourselves that we are being so disrespectful to, um, it, perpetuates a conflict like if if for example i go over to your house and i have a different religious belief and i say i can't participate in your religious belief then um because you know whatever because of my belief because of what i think is right because of what i think is just all this different stuff then there's a way that um, I have sort of, I've alienated you, um, you know, historical elements might come up about how, you know, um, you know, you've been mistreated by, by people like me in the past. Um, we can have uh, kind of like just a, a general dynamic of I'm better than you are. And we never get to see the value of what it would be like if we shared that experience, right? I never get to know what it's like to go over to your house and participate in, say, a religious ceremony that you have. I never get to see the beauty that's in that, the power that's in it, even if it's not mine, that you have. And so I miss out because there might be something in your experience that I would be able to benefit greatly from that would deepen my spiritual experience, even if I didn't change my beliefs. Once again, outside, inside, similar thing. My being respectful 
of your experience, my willingness to just allow it to be present and to be in its fullness, recognizing that it's not in conflict with who I am, allows me then to learn what it is that I would best learn and then grow in a way that's really right for me. And on the inside, we can do the same thing. On the inside, we can find some way of creating uh, this dialogue, this mutually respectful way of being um, that will then facilitate greater understanding. So you could take anything that you have. Um, I like to say that, you know, one of the things that I notice when I'm teaching with people and especially when I'm teaching over a long period of time, um, and even when I'm doing something like this here, that there are moments in time where it seems like my brain just freezes. It like empties out. I don't have any information. And, um, and when that happens, um, I, I like historically, um, there were points in my life where I would be very critical of myself for being like that. And, um, it wasn't until I started truly just accepting and starting to be so respectful that I was willing to explore how that was for me and why that was for me that I, that, that then I started to truly learn. And I recognized that for me, having those moments was an invitation into a greater level of faith and congruency with myself. And that was a, a huge shift that I wouldn't have gotten to had I continued to say, oh, it's just such a problem. Why am I like that? You know, what what good could possibly come of that? You know, how come I need to be spacey like that? You know, like I, there's a bunch of different judgments that can be had. But uh, there is no learning there. So the learning comes from uh, from being willing to say, what is this all about? What do I have to learn from it? If it had a positive purpose and role, what would that, what could that role be? How is this part of me that I have pushed aside? And been critical of how has this, how is this part of me actually built in to me in a way that is really impactful? And, and how is it that maybe it's more on my side than I had known before? Just like, how is it that my going to your house and having your ceremony take place, if I'm truly able to open myself to it, how does that inform me on a really deep level and open me up to a greater and more profound way of being? So this is where respect starts to have such a dramatic impact 
on us and the way that we're in the world and the way that we approach our transformation. It takes us out of resistance. It undoes, you know, a tendency towards repression. And connects us with uh, the potential that we otherwise would not be able to see. So it winds up being an incredibly valuable tool. But, uh, you know, organizationally, culturally, relationship, family structures inside of ourselves that we're able to move to this place. And the reason that I like respect in this particular context better than acceptance is because a lot of times when people hear acceptance, they hear that needs to be true for me or I need to fully adopt that. And, And it's just like that isn't always true. There's a lot of benefit that comes from acceptance, but you can have a deep and profound respect for something and not have it be your own personal way. And, um, but gain benefit from it. So whether it winds up being something like, uh, the, the difference in religious ceremonies that I was talking about, or if it winds up being something like, uh, you know, that, that dynamic with myself, then, uh, either way, it's just like I can, in one case, I might just be, uh, accepting, respecting what it is and learning from that, um, alternate ceremony. And in the other way, it might be more of a change into a total acceptance of who I am, but that I have choice inside of that as I move forward in a respectful way. I have a choice about how much of that I want to integrate and bring in to my way of being. And I'm not in conflict about, you know, there only needing to be one right way, right? And that's, that's the limitation. So respect allows us to say many ways. There are many ways uh, to be, and there are even many ways for me to be, and there's many ways for me to be happy. Um, but, it, and it also allows us to look outside of that and say, You know, uh, there are many ways for people to be, and I can be one way and you can be another way. And we are able to look at each other with respect, and we also get to still maintain our own individual perspectives. Okay? So it's that slight boundary that comes in there that is part of the reason that I'm talking about respect today. You know, it's like that, it's that boundary that helps us really um, be able to say, oh, okay, I can be with this. This can be a part of my world in whatever way, but it doesn't necessarily need to be true for me. Or now that I've, I've seen it and I've experienced it, it is true for me. So... That 
that ability to show up to things with permission would be another word that could be used. Permission. Everything has its place. Everything has its rightness to it. Everything has its wisdom to it. Um, that positive mindset takes our personal transformation work. It takes it from that place of being um, a dismantling, a destructuring, a, you know, a, a, a painful process into a growth-oriented and developing process. Um, and I'm not saying that transformational work is, is always easy, um, or pain free. I'm just saying that it takes a seriously big turn, um, when we can shift into this place of, of true, true acceptance, true respect, um, and true love. It encourages us. This attitude automatically creates the environment. It automatically creates the environment that is most nurturing for the core of who we are. Most nurturing. Because it's like, if you think about it, let's, let's, let's break this down a little bit. If you think about you, you come into the world and you start bringing your true nature into the world and, um, you know, as part of the developmental process happens, you know, there are ways that that gets shut down or blocked or told it's wrong, you know, that I was talking about at the beginning of this, um, uh, call today. And, um, as that shuts down, right? As we start to, to shut down in that way, um, there are a lot of like, it's like we build in these protective mechanisms. It's like, oh, I'm not going to show that part. I'm not bringing that part of me forward because I'm going to make sure I keep it safe because we know how in a deep, deep way, you know how valuable it is. The essence of who you are is such a valuable, beautiful thing that is deserving of so much respect. And so we'll put these limitations and the limitations really are there to make sure that we don't have that restriction um, or we don't have that damage. Um, so they restrict us so we don't have that damage. And then when we start to move into looking at our lives and looking at parts of ourselves with more respect, like I just spoke about, then that automatically creates an environment where our our kind of deeper nature wants to be. It, it's like it flows out of us because it has this beautiful holding for it. It flows out of us because it has this kind of like deep kind of, uh, um, it has deep respect. It is, it is welcomed. It is, um, encouraged. Um, and no matter what it is that comes forward, even if it is in a, a rough form or a small form or whatever, you have this attitude with yourself of 
let's see what's here. Let's see how this unfolds. Let's see more of it, you know, and looking more to the heart of what is coming forward. And not only does that wind up being something that's really powerful for you and your own unfolding, but of course is something that then you can offer to other people. So that is something that you can bring out into the world because people feel that. They feel when they have that permission and they express more of themselves. Just a natural way of things going. So by cultivating that respect of all parts and starting to practice it without doing anything else, more of the core of who you are, more of your deeper nature begins to come forward. And we're going to go to a quick commercial break. And then we come back, I will be talking to you more about respect in service of the full expression of who you are. change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot, but the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesigner.com. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and we've been talking about respect and how respect allows you to create more of what, uh, more space for who you are, um, and more, uh, more room for transformation and a better way of holding you in the process. Right. So as I was saying that, as you start to create this relationship of respect with yourself, um, of course, you're creating that relationship of respect with the rest of the world as well. And um, you are also, I mean, and that is in creating an environment where you are coming through more. You are coming, you know, uh, you are, your core is able to be expressed more. Um, it, it also creates a sense of, I don't want to say, I almost want to call it like padding. There's a well, a way that it, it, it is, it creates comfort in the transformational process. Um, and that was a little bit more difficult to unpack actually, um, in, in, in terms of words, but 
by creating, first of all, that environment where you begin to see that absolutely everything has its, its place and that we actually don't need to have these either or discussions about whether, you know, a part of us should stay or a part of us should go or someone else's thoughts or beliefs or whatever are, you know, are acceptable or not acceptable. As we start to get into that, And as we start to kind of create that container for our core to come forward, it's the respect of the process basically allows us to repeat that cycle. So we're repeating this cycle of like, oh, okay, now that I'm in, like, it's like we move to the next place, right? The next place where we're challenged by some aspect of ourselves or we don't like the way that our our transformational process is going. My growth shouldn't look like this. I haven't made it fast enough. You know, all of that kind of stuff. We start to move into that edge. It is the respect if we return to that place of this is all for my benefit, this all belongs here, it isn't a matter of needing to eliminate something, that process right there, it creates a a level of comfort that you don't otherwise have in life. So it creates a level of um, okayness regardless of where you are. And that shifting back to that respect, shifting back to everything has its place here. When we, when we move into a sense of things being wrong or hard or challenging, is is a huge relief. So um, let me word that a different way. But basically, when things get particularly hard in a personal development process, it's usually because we're thinking that something is wrong. And we go down a line of thinking that supports that. And the more that we think that way, the more painful that it gets. As soon as we can shift to everything is right and regardless of how it's playing out right now, as soon as we can shift to everything is right, then it starts to uh, soften our experience. And so no matter where we end up in life, no matter how challenging it gets, no matter what we're pushed up against, there is a sense of, of goodness and rightness that comes with it that feels so much more nourishing. It brings us strength. Um, and it brings us clarity. Um, and it, it helps us see the true places that we can work in order to really see what it is that we want to see in ourselves and in our life. And the angst 
and the fear that can sometimes accompany life begins to dissipate. And it's not like it just gets put in the background, um, but it is actually eradicated. It is, it is let go of. And there is a, a recognition. It's like at that, at that turning point, there's a recognition of, of okayness. That is, was never there beforehand. And that will allow, it allows for greater risk. Like I said, it allows for greater clarity and insight. Um, and it provides such an incredible wellspring of, of strength as we move forward in our life. So to recap on this a bit, it is the respect that we show all aspects of ourselves, of our environment, um, of the people who are in it, of different groups of people, our ability to accept the rightness of all of those things and to be willing to be open to what it is that is most beneficial is supportive of our overall transformation because it makes the process easier, as in less angst-ridden, and it creates an environment for that deeper truth of who we are to come forward, and it facilitates our ability to learn, grow, and transform with all of the diversity that's around us. That, those components allow us to hold ourselves in health um, and ease even as life is challenging, even as we face those real conflicts that inside of ourselves and with other people. And a lot of the skills that people learn when they're doing interpersonal work around how to respect other people's viewpoints um, are, are they are not always as clearly applied to the the personal to our personal experience that sometimes we learn well I'm going to learn to be respectful of whatever your viewpoint is that's something that I value and somehow we overlook 
the places inside of ourselves that the places inside of ourselves where we are not doing that, where we are not offering that to ourselves. Um, and that's precisely why I wanted to go down this particular pathway with you today. Um, as a reminder that this respect, this really for ourselves and for everything, every single part of you and what you bring to the table, Every part of you serves a purpose. Every part of you is for you. And you might choose to change it at some point in time or let go of it or become another person. But until you do, it's in service of you. It's teaching you something. It's helping you unfold. It's even maybe just helping you protect yourself until you feel a little more ready. And when you respect it as that and go to those parts of yourself that are maybe you like a little less, you begin to see what benefits they hold for you and see that they're there specifically to help you grow and transform in a way that is most powerful. And beneficial for you. And it is so easy to move away from respect of ourselves. And as I was saying, as I, we started today, we are, are taught a million different ways to not be respectful of ourselves. We are taught a million different ways to negate and discredit our, um, who we are, both at the core of our being and our superficial elements. And, and that then becomes the way that we continually relate to ourselves. It become it can be so there. It can be so uh, con- consistent and um, j- you know just sort of built in to the way that we perceive. We're not even aware the level of disrespect that we're giving ourselves. It's just become part of the system of who we are. And with that, the more that we are able to identify and the more that we're able to dismantle this way of being, the more truly empowered we are, the greater impact that we're able to have on, in our own lives and in the world. 
the more powerful our own, like the more power, the more power we're going to feel in, in ourselves on a daily and regular basis, the more joy that we're capable of holding and experiencing because the respect gives permission to say yes to who we are, regardless of how it's showing up in the moment. And that permission gives us access to a much more profound way of being. So I think that it's easy sometimes when we're looking at something like this, like with self-respect, I think it's easy to say, oh, well, yeah, I like, I know that, or I've heard that, or, um, yeah, that makes sense. But it's sometimes these very simple kind of concepts that, you know, we have heard a lot that when we drill down, the reason we've heard them a lot is because they are profound in their ability to create transformation for us. They're profound in their ability to have a really positive impact on our lives and on the people's lives who we come in contact with. Um, inevitably, one of the places where this hides out is uh, we do not, we're not respectful of not being respectful. So if you embrace this sort of way of being, you start to see its benefit. You start to see, wow, this is such an important thing. One little hideout is that place where um, we we judge ourselves when we are not in that place of respect. And so if that winds up coming up for you, bring that online too. You know, that is part of the process. That is an important uh, phase in getting to the next level of respect is recognizing what is not it. Um, that's not a, a, a problem. That's a, a step forward. And it too needs to have its place. And, and that will uh, keep the whole... Um, We'll keep the whole dynamic in motion in a really positive way. So I want to thank you for joining me today. It's been really um, uh, wonderful talking with you. And um, uh, if you'd like to learn more about my work, please go to my website, katesiner.com, K-A-T-E-S-I-N-E-R. Um, and you can find lots of great information. Um, next month's magazine will be coming out here in uh, just a couple days. And it's all about self-respect. So you can go ahead and sign up on my website and um, we will make sure that you get a copy full of wonderful articles and images and poetry and all of that kind of stuff. So um, you can go ahead and sign up for that at my website. And I look forward to speaking with you next week. Have a great week.
You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help. 